there's boots everywhere, there's pieces of hair everywhere. Um, I guess um, if, real hair. If you want to touch on that, um, horse hair okay. because it's dyeable. Because I'm like, I'm, um, I, I'm sorry, the horror, the horror movie fan in me just heard, yeah, there's hair everywhere, and I just, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> speaking of branching out, yes. uh, you said that you have recently started taking voice acting lessons? Yes, I have. Um, it's an interest that I've had for a while um, because I I loved going to see voice actors at conventions, but I always thought it'd be so cool if they either had like a person at their table that was dressed as one of their characters, you know, that they voice, or they were dressed as that character, and then I was like, that's what I really want to do. Like, I want to get into voice acting and then I want to cosplay my characters. Okay. And so when people see me at conventions, I'll do the voices and they'll be like, oh my God, you sound like so-and-so. And I'll be like, I am. And I can- <laughs> That's because I am. Like, like I can be 100% that character <laughs> because I voice it and I'm dressed as it. And like, I just, that is my ultimate thing that I really, really want to do something. Okay. Cool. Um, but of course only if, you know, I really have what it takes to get into voice acting and stuff. Cause I'm not downplaying that at all. I don't think it's something that you could just be like, Oh, I want a voice act. I'll just call up Funimation and ask for a character. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, how like, it so works. So you guys should just give me a character. <laughs> because I want to make a cosplay. Yeah, no, that's not nice. how it works. So it's definitely more uh, involved than that. And it also is just um, a really, really awesome community. It's, it's. I feel like voice acting is very much a family. That's why a lot of times you see a lot of the same voice actors uh, from show to show to crossovers and things like that. Um, because they, they are just such a tight knit crew and they're all just really awesome people like I've never met a voice actor that I didn't think was a great person like sure. I really have been so um, so I definitely just want to get into that industry and and really just kind of um, you know see see what it's like to to work in that atmosphere and everything I just think it'd be really awesome and um, I was working band boys comic-con okay. with Josh Martin and Chris Raker and Josh I've actually known for years I used to be a backup dancer for his uh, rap group Ryman and Steelin that they do they're a cover band for uh, Beastie Boys okay and so I did all of his like holiday hangover music videos and stuff and I had no idea that he was the voice of Boo from Dragon Ball like I just no idea so we're okay. at band boys and he comes over says hi to me and then he goes over to the voice acting table and I'm like the hell's he doing over there? Why is he sitting at the Dragon Ball table? I was like, oh, he must be friends with this other voice actor. And I go over there and I look down and it's like Josh Martin, voice of Boo. And I'm like, so, uh, so you voice Boo, do you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, how did I not know this? He's like, I don't know. Have you ever looked at my Facebook page? That's my fail, I guess. I wasn't very active on social media. You're right. Until, my, bad. Like, my, my bad for not researching you. Yeah. I wasn't active on social media at all until like this past Christmas. Sure. I've gotten really serious about like my pages and stuff. And that's the only reason I'm active on Facebook because before I was like never on my phone. I was always out doing things and I just never looked at it. I forgot it existed. I was the worst texter on the, in the history of textures. But I've gotten a lot better about it. Right. But yeah, so I found out he was the voice of Boo. Told him that I've been really wanting to get a voice acting. And he's like, well, my buddy Chris here does classes. And then I got to talking to Chris, and that's how here recently, uh, just this past May, I did Chris Rager's voice acting class, and I've been doing some other like acting um, classes and stuff, and then doing a lot of like researching online and trying some improv stuff, um, and then that way this uh, later this summer I can start doing um, more auditions and stuff and feel a little bit more prepared to do that. I got my new mic and everything, so I'm really I'm really looking forward to um, you know doing some auditions and stuff and just kind of seeing seeing where it goes. Nice. Other than that and your cosplay, uh, you had said uh, that you have a Patreon. 
right I now. do. I do okay. have a Patreon. Um, it's just um, patreon.com backslash scarletmusecosplay. Um, everything, all my social media platforms are the same thing. I also have a store envy, so if you just want to buy prints, you can just go buy prints. Um, but if you want to be a patron, I post um, my big um, cosplay releases. I do a cosplay release every month, which is okay. insane because I have 12 cosplays on top of whatever else I do that year. Um, Jesus. Oh, wow. But okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I do a brand new cosplay release every month, and I post it on Patreon there before. I can't post it on like my other social media platforms until the following month because okay. Patreon yeah. they pay to see it early. Yep. And you only have to be a dollar or more patron to be a patron. So I, I keep it cheap. It's just to you know kind of have like my closer fans get to see more in depth what I'm working on and stuff like that. So I keep that updated. And then also like my ten dollar and fifteen dollar tiers, I send them prints and once a year for Christmas they get gifts. But I also, especially this year, because I had some different prize giveaways um, donated from some other companies, I decided to have Christmas in July. Okay. So all of my patrons that signed up for any level by the end of June are getting gifts in July. So that's a new thing I just started doing. So basically, I just really like to do giveaways because it's fun. Nice. <laughs> and show off my cosplay work early to people that are really like intensely interested. So that's all my Patreon is for. Very nice. So, how many different tiers do you have on your Patreon? Um, I just have one, five, ten, and fifteen. Okay. Um, and so, and those are just different levels of basically the one dollar gets to see like my normal releases, the five dollar gets to see like risque releases or whatever, and then the ten dollar gets a print, and then fifteen gets two. Cool. So, uh, it's just viewable for the first two tiers, and then actually uh, something tangible uh, with the print after that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so, is this something that you're doing as more of just a way to give back to the fans, or are you wanting to build this into uh, something more? Uh, it's something for your that helps to offset some of the cosplay costs. Because I also have, you know, when I want to do conventions that I travel to, if I can, um, if I can get enough from like Storyy or from Patreon, then I can travel to more conventions without the okay. convention having to put the bill. So, because some conventions can't do that, sure. and I, I do want to travel more, and I want to do more conventions. So it just helps offset the cost that goes into my cosplays and goes into the traveling and stuff. Because I mean, I, I put over three hundred dollars into the build that I did at Acon. Sure. So it 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 gets up there real fast. Like, are you trying to get more featured guest spots at conventions, or uh, are I, you doing this more just to be able to show off the uh, level of costuming that you're doing? I mean, both, definitely both. Um, I enjoy uh, conventions. I am kind of torn on guesting. I don't know if I would rather just run a few panels and be at the convention. Okay. Or if I like having, because having the table is really cool, because I can have big props for my cosplays that can just be stationary at my table, and I can take pictures with people, and it's all right there. And when they're like, "Oh, what other cosplays have you done?" I can be like, "Boom! Here's these books, all okay. these cosplays. You can flip through it right here." So that's really convenient. But at the same time, I kind of miss running around the conventions yeah. sure. and sneaking up on people and getting like fun shots with fans and running through like the vendors hall and going to the panels like I kind of miss that side sure. so it's a little bit of both because by no means if I don't get like a guest spot at a convention that doesn't mean I'm not going to go. Sure. Like I'm sure. going to be like oh sweet I get to be the other end of this like I don't it's no different to me either way but I do enjoy running around the conventions and sometimes being at the table I'm just like I run around like crazy person now so it just it just depends. Nice. It just depends. 
So we've gone over your cosplay, mm -hmm. uh, all of the effort that you put into making these awesome costumes, your wig work, your armor building a bit, your Patreon, your uh, voice acting uh, lesson for a... Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Or shamelessly plug. Yes. <laughs> I guess it's a plug is away trying to ask in a nice way. Right now, those are really those are really my main things. I mean my uh, it's busy season at my work, so that takes a lot of my time. So Monday yeah. through Friday I am there. So I have like weekends and yeah, most of it just goes into building cosplays, shooting cosplays, because I have to have, you know, shoots for every month. So and that has been so much to buy about, so I don't know how long I can keep up, but I am, I am trying. So I have, I have cosplay builds and shoots, and like if I don't have a cosplay build and a shoot that weekend, then I have a convention. So it's just always, just go, 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 go. Um, so that's really all I have time for. The voice acting though, I'm, I'm really trying to, especially like when I get out of busy season with work, I'm trying to make more time to be able to work on that more and also to record the auditions, be happy with them, submit them, stuff like that. And I guess I did want to talk a little bit more because people um, have asked me about Chris Rager's class and how I felt about it and all that kind of stuff. Sure. It was really awesome. Um, he brought in a director, uh, Joel, from uh, that used to direct at Funimation. So he has a ton of experience and it was really awesome to hear from somebody like that how he wants his people to come in an audition and what he expects from you um, during and after the audition so you kind of know exactly what you should do to really catch the eye of the director that's working on that. So that's really helpful insights in the industry. And then the following day, we actually got in booth experience, okay. which was really cool. It was just, it was so crazy to me. Like I was so shaky that night when I got home because the, we got scripts basically for characters and we go in there and we listen to the character in Japanese mm -hmm. and we watch them in Japanese and read through our lines to make sure that our breaks and our breathing and our lines match up with when they break in Japanese so that way we know it matches up, they call it flaps when yeah. the movie. so that way we know it matches up with the flaps of the character so you do that two or three times and then they you do it you know silent and it comes in and it goes beep 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 and then you can say your lines because that's when you know they start talking and you just say it say it in the same counts that they did in the Japanese to match it up. And then he lets you watch it where the character is speaking, but it's you. Yeah. And that was just so awesome to watch it happen, to do these different voices and be like, oh my God, that is not me up there, That's but it is. But it's so, it's so surreal. Nice. And I just, I absolutely loved that. That was just, I wanted to do it all day, every day. Like I just, it was so cool. And just being in the studio and having him like, you know, can you just, um, when we were doing like video games, he'd be like, can you just get hit like a little harder? And like, it was just, it was so fun. I was like, man, I would love to do this every day of my life. So that was really cool. Uh, video games, I found out, are so much harder. Really? Oh my gosh, yeah. So for that, he brought in uh, Monica Real to show us uh, video games and stuff. And what's hard about those is that you have all those lines, but you don't know the scenario. Okay. So basically, they have all these video game characters, and they have certain character to them. Like, you know the evil scientist is an evil scientist, so he's probably going to have an overtone to his voice that's really creepy, and he's probably going to say questionable, creepy things, you know? That's all you know, though. Okay. When you're fighting the other character, you don't know what the scenario is. Who's the other character, and what is your layout? Like, you could be fighting another character inside the Candy Crush game that's throwing candy at you. You don't know what you're reacting to. You could be reacting and laughing. Okay. You could be reacting and being stabbed. You know, so you have to do all of your lines 15 different ways and just guessing what could be happening. Okay. Like you're a preppy girl in a fighting game. You don't know. So so he's like, do uh, 15 different like 
well five, do five different attack noises. You don't know if your attack noise is you throwing coffee at someone or you're throwing your purse or you actually have a gun. Like you don't know if you're actually threatening or not. So okay. you have to do it a bunch of different questionable ways. Huh. And just kind of the director will be like, oh yeah, that was funny or that was cool or I like that, you know? And it's exhausting. Yeah. You just end up playing ping pong with the director going, say it like this, say it like this. Say it like this. <laughs> you're like, okay. So it's a lot more stressful than where anime, you can watch it and you're like, okay, that's what's happening. That's my character. I need to say it that way. And that's where I need to pause. Okay. So you might need like maybe two or three takes, maybe for anime. Yeah. Most of the time, especially if you're a good voice actor, you're going to sure. get it, you know, on the first second try. But with the video games, it's just so manic and all over the place. And he's like, all right, give me like, you know, eight different jump noises. And you don't know if you jumped and landed or if you jumped and didn't <laughs> land or what you're jumping over because it could huh. be a log or a wall. Sure. <laughs> you know? So sure. the noises for those are very different. Huh. So, so it was, it was really, it was really interesting. It was really cool though to to get in the booth and to really get to see me be characters. Like that was, was yeah. really cool. Uh, this is just curious, but do you game at all? Um, I I, I used to game a whole okay. lot more than I do now. Okay. Now I don't really have time. Because you brought up like doing the the gaming conventions around the area and stuff like that. Oh those, yeah. So. Okay. So I used to be obsessed with um, Skyrim and like all, sure. the, well, all the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, I was obsessed sure. with all the Elder Scrolls games. And um, one of my friends, we, would, we were always playing Second Life together on computers and she invited me out to QuakeCon in 2010 okay. and I made a Frylock costume for her little brother and we were actually on like the cover photo for QuakeCon for a few years because nice. Frylock and us, we got there Wednesday night and camped out for two days to be the first in line to get into the BYOC. People don't do that anymore. But the line was my favorite part. Those people were awesome. Yeah, we brought is. card games and bubbles. And I would run around the line and blow bubbles and people would like get up and pop. Cause you, you haven't slept for a couple of days right. and you're camping out in a line. Everything's amusing. And that everyone is, awesome. is hilarious. And everybody's ready to make friends because like there's nothing else to do. And that was just so fun. You also gotta socialize with people. Yeah, I made like 30 new friends in the line every year. That's but awesome. then they stopped it and I was like, oh. LionCon! People joke about LionCon, but that was fun! <laughs> QuakeCon people are fun! Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, and getting the BOC was fun, and um, I love people's faces when they walk past my computer and I was playing Sims. And there's like Quake tournaments happening. <laughs> and I'm playing like Sims, and my people are like, you know, doing stuff. Never. <laughs> I never understood the Sims. I'm and people wrong. are just like, are you playing Sims? And I'm like, yeah. Or I'll be like on addictinggames.com. Oh, like throwing some oh, people around. I, I spent <laughs> or so cannon. much time there. Oh, it's one of the best. Kitten Cannon's one of the best game things ever. It's the best game ever. But I'll be playing Kitten Burrito Cannon, Bison. and they're like playing Quake, and I'm like, okay, well, playing Kitten Cannon. Burrito Bison took so uh, many hours of my time. I loved the Left 4 Dead truck that they used to have at, oh. at QuakeCon. The Left 4 Dead truck. Oh, that was so fun. Was great playing Left 4 Dead with like a big group of people, yep. and everybody's like, oh, there's a bunch. You know, so, yeah. It was really. See, really I was always fun, that guy so. like, no, I've got a sniper rifle. Let me go take this bitch out real quick. Yeah. I've got help. So I, I used to play a lot more games. I used to play Counter-Strike. I used to be with Section 9 Gaming. And okay. so we did our own like wallpapers and we had our own server and everything. So I did I did used to game quite a bit with Counter-Strike, Halo, um, Rage, just different things. But I just, now I'm so, so wrapped you up in the over. cosplay yeah. conventions. I'm just so busy. Well, because video games suck me in. Yeah. And when I was really young, I yeah. actually battled, yeah. Yeah. I actually battled anorexia <laughs> because of Sims. Okay. Because I would get into Sims and I'd get sucked into that realm 
and when I needed to eat yep. or whatever, I'd feed my character and then it would like, it would kill that sense for me. It was yeah. really weird because I would be so into immersed. the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just immersed, yeah. And like, especially when they added Sins, I think it's Sins Magic, and you could have dragons oh, and you yeah. could go through portals. I and remember that. My time. people were doing so many crazy things. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I just, um, so video games are dangerous for me because it's a, it's a rabbit hole. And I start playing, and I, most of the time, if I get a game that's like an RPG that you can play through, I won't get off until I've played it all. It won't get off until I beat it. Yep. When I had Skyrim, yep. I played that, I want to say three months straight, like every day when I got off work, I went home and I played it, and that was all I did. Okay. So, I didn't have a life. It's what, it's what Breath of the Wild So, video me. games are dangerous yeah, yeah. for me. Okay. Um, so like I'm not gonna, uh, I'm, I'm not a big gamer, but you're like, can we go out and like raid today in Pokemon? Oh, okay, all right. So I got called out. I am very into Pokemon Go, but that's you know that's a video interactive. Game, right? Yes. It's a phone app. No, 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 no. Okay, no, fine, no. it's a video. Okay, fine, I play video games. Hey, um, Angry Birds counts so... as a video game. <laughs> Pokemon Go definitely does. If Kids oh, Cannon well. counts as a video game, then Pokemon Go counts as a video Then I play video games. Alright, yeah. so back to that subject, I guess. Um, I do still play. I play Pokemon Go every day. I just found when I leave my house, I stop at the stop. Right <laughs> I stop at the stop at right at the beginning of my park. Yep. I always destroy who's ever in that gym and replace them with one of my Pokemons every morning. <laughs> and then I do it every day when I get home from work. I kill all of the because they're terrible Pokemon. It's a park though, so I, I assume it's children, so I kind of feel bad, but at the same time... No, 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 no. no. If no, I don't no, knock no, them out of the no, gym, no. they can't get back into the gym. No. So... Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. You're making a generation of winners is what you're doing. So, so every night I get home, I kill everybody in the gym, and I put my Pokemon <laughs> in the gym, and then I do it every morning. Did you really leave a Squirtle in there? Oh, do better, kid. Do better. Well, there wait. was a 9. There was a CP9 ditto. There was a CP9 <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Somebody left and a I had CP9 to attack it. In, the, oh, in a gym. Oh, well, I had to attack not, it three times. As long why do I have across, to attack it three times? As long as you don't come across that uh, father-son duo from was it, California uh, that actually beat the hell out of a guy because uh, somebody uh, beat their uh, yeah. Pokemon in the gym that uh, was like over by their house. Yeah. I just remember I was taking yeah it was, it was like a like yeah. seventy year old uh, dad and like his thirty uh, year old. I hope son. nobody crazy lives near me that's gonna get really upset about me and kick him out of the gym every day. Do I just remember I was taking classes at Brookhaven when Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go started? Oh, and so I was Team Valor. That's right. Everybody else sucks. Um, that's what we are because I like the bird. It just red. And everybody else blows. But I like the big, I like the big phoenix. Um, well, so like I'm sitting there walking around campus and I was like, everything's red. Everything's good. And then I come to class the next day and it's like everything's yellow and I just see like gym battles starting to pop up like literally as I'm walking to class I'm like, I gotta be there in 10 minutes otherwise like, no we got time. We run across yeah. campus, jump in, run back across campus like late five yeah. minutes for class. There's a warehouse next to my work that I'm wondering if eventually they're gonna get upset with me because I, it's a, it's a one way little lane that leads up to the back of their building but there's a stop right there. Yep. It's not my fault. So I go down that road every morning and I stop at that stop. Give me some Pokeballs, give me some Pokeballs. And I, and I, I, I uh, catch a few water Pokemon because there's a little creek. So I catch a few water Pokemon really quick and then I pull back out. But one of these days, there's gotta be somebody that's trying to get in or out of there and it's only a one way lane and they're gonna be like, why are you even here? And I'll be like, <laughs> the hell are you on? doing? <laughs> one of these days. Damn it, you just cost me a Bulbasaur. Very nice. So I've been doing that. <laughs> Very nice. Been obsessing over Pokemon, but I am not a gamer. I'm out of it. <laughs> no, I just said I haven't had a lot of time recently. But yeah, I, I've been playing Pokemon. So apparently you have time to go murder children's Pokemon that they leave at a gym. It takes but... like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I, I, I don't, I legitimately, with all this stuff that uh, we have for uh, editing for the podcast and, you know, my, my real job and, you know, all that other fun stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, gaming is like, uh, I'll have time maybe once every, uh, yeah. what, like one day a month at best. Mm. At best, Basically. and that's like maybe two hours for that day. And, what and are you it playing? sucks because I'm always uh, I'm an RPG uh, guy, so I'll maybe jump back in and say, "Oh, I haven't been able to touch the old Republic in a while. I'll jump online and try that, or uh, actually try to go back through." And I've been attempting to replay all the old Zelda games to finally build back up so I can uh, play Breath of the Wild. Uh, which he it's keeps telling me so I need to. Incredible. I, I Zelda, like if I'm out of it, I need to. I think it's just because my memory is terrible. But if I'm playing through Zelda, if I'm out of it for three weeks, I get back in there. I don't remember what I was doing. Well, that's the one. Like, what the hell was I doing in this temple? So that's the one good thing about the fact <laughs> like, that I've spent so much here? of my time uh, in RPGs. I actually, uh, with RPGs, I remember uh, the storyline like months later. So it at least helps uh, me when I have to come back. My memory but, is terrible. Yeah, like I play it all real quick, like like three days straight, no sleep. But I knew that storyline and it was good. And then I sleep and it's all gone. Basically, but it, he plays as often as a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> game comes out. Yeah, Shots that's, that's, that's actually fair. That's actually fair. But it that's really... long enough for me to have a tattoo for years. <laughs> I was actually gonna ask, is that oh, what I think? Yeah, it is? Kingdom Hearts yeah. too. Nice. Yeah. You know, it, it hurts me though because I'm a completionist. So. The fact that I am obsessed with RPGs does not help me at all because Kingdom before Hearts I can move on to the next one, it just keeps on. I, I can never officially finish. Yeah. Because if but it it's, takes. It's finally coming out, guys. Well, like, if it takes me. Uh, we like don't a know normal, if you'll be able to actually finish it, though. The last two were cliffhangers. Last three. Whatever. If you, the, if you count the handheld games, the last, like, oh, six. Oh, Dream Drop Distance, yeah. Press by Sleep. Well, like, yeah. if a normal yeah. RPG yeah, takes, like, a person, like, 40 hours to finish. And a completionist takes them like 60 hours to finish. I'm not finishing that for like a year, so you know. It takes you a year to play 60 hours worth of a game? Well, if I can only touch it like once a month for a couple hours at a time, it, it takes a minute. Slacker. It takes a minute. That is only technically 24 hours. Especially when, you know, every uh, <laughs> side quest has to be a thing for me, you know? And uh, with Zelda, uh, gives that guy finds his daughter. That's for her. <laughs> Go save the galaxy. That is so much harder. You can only course, you can only do side quests if you're like still in high school and living at home or something. Yeah. Like if you don't have bills today, you can do side Oh yeah, quests. no, like that's why it takes me forever to go through like, and why freaking the old republic hurts me so much because I have to ignore most of the side quests because it's an MMO. You can't do all the side quests there. Well, that's like, oh, damn it, I, 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 am, I have to. I am terrible with side quests, so I just don't give a crap about those characters. Oh. So like one of the first ones- I do in, in the beginning yeah. and then I'm like, I want to finish this. Was it like one of the first ones in Breath of the Wild is like you get to this town and it's like, my little sister is playing hide and seek, but I can't find her, help me. I'm like, oh, go about your little sister. I gotta go kill Ganon. <laughs> but you guys are playing hide and seek and Wait, Ganon so basically murdering everyone. The problem is you're telling me that you're one. not. If you don't read it, it doesn't hurt as much. So you're telling me that. Yeah, I'm sitting there reading it, I'm like, okay, 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 why should I give it? And look, I just get don't read it, and I then I look at the quest that I got, and I'm like, nope, 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 no. oh, okay, I'll do that. Let me go tell you, Info Sharina, you weren't the person that was trying to get the record for the fishing minigame? No. Really? No. In the grand scheme of things, what does that matter? The only game I fished in. My my name is on the board. Okay? And ain't nobody gonna remember if Ganon murders your ass. <laughs> Especially when uh, at the end you go back in time and it doesn't count anymore. Yeah, I'm aware. I think I and... fished in Animal Crossing. That's about it. <laughs> 
Nice. Like way back. See, in you the guys day. are just putting all of your effort into the wrong thing. Well, no, this was I was I was, I was a child, and I thought the fishing was fun. Again, you're putting your effort into the wrong thing. I'm sorry. What the fish into the? Yeah, there's a pole and a little string went out in the water and you could watch the fish like nibble on it and then just like you'd get really excited when you saw what the fish was that came out of the water. I was just really amused when I was a kid, so I, I fished on Animal Crossing a lot. And it was cool because I had an attachment to my Game Boy Advance, the special tattoo edition. I had a little attachment so I could go from Harvest Moon on, or not, um, Animal Crossing on my GameCube onto my uh, Game Boy Advance. So it was just like cool to go back and forth and like oh, I know. and I'm visit a... the towns in the little train station. I'm a Nintendo whore. Yeah, so it was really cool. And then Harvest Moon, you did it too, but it was when you went to the fountain and got into the mines and stuff. But yeah, so those games were really cool. I fished in those games and I did weird stuff in those games, but those were definitely like time fillers that I'm pretty sure my parents got me because they were like, oh, should we play in that for a while? <laughs> she doesn't need friends. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. I was hyper, so it was helpful. You need to mellow her the hell out. What Wait, you do? were hyper? Were? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm good now. <laughs> Don't think otherwise. <laughs> okay, uh, well, anything else you want to plug or is that about it? Yeah, nice. I have said all the things. Well then, I will uh, do uh, the last shameless plug for you. If you are not already following her on social media, Don't. Absolutely oh, fix oh, that. No, oh wait, never mind, do it. <laughs> uh, so, you have... <laughs> I have a job? We get paid? I mean, what? Who is this guy? <laughs> when the hell did this start? <laughs> so, you have Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, eh? Yes? yes. No? Yes. Um, obviously, did you just say Twitter, Twitter? Maybe. Kind of? Like, well, you never know who has uh, Twitter these days because, you know, Twitter seems kind I, of one I do of those only maybe have, yes, maybe no for cosplayers. I do only have Twitter simply so that no one else has my name on Twitter. That seems so, fair. That seems that's fair. That's why I did it. That's fair. <laughs> So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, are you on YouTube? No. Okay, so no YouTube. Uh, Patreon, obviously, fix that too. Uh, uh, Store Envy. Store Envy. Um, I don't know what that's it. Anything else? I don't know. Awesome, no Tumblr, no uh, MySpace. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Uh, yeah, let everybody... My cosplay's not on MySpace. Yeah. I do have two pages on MySpace Let's, that I can't delete because yeah. I don't remember The passwords in your login. Yeah, let, let everybody know. I don't know, know why there's two. I think one's me and one's not me. Yeah, let everybody know how old we really are. The one with the Second Life characters singing to each other, that's my MySpace. Nice. Okay, well, uh, yeah, definitely go uh, check her out. Uh, links will be down in the description. And, yeah, this is Brad and Mike from Dallas Geek with... Erica, with Scarlet News Cosplay. Till next time, see ya.